0: You're listening to The Ancient Tradition, a Wonk Media production. Music provided by Joseph McDade. Here's your host, Dr. Jack Logan. Welcome to The Ancient Tradition. I'm your host, Jack Logan. In this podcast, Audio Writ, you'll find recordings of ancient and modern writings which are directly relevant to the ancient tradition which refers to the first religious tradition imparted to human beings in the beginning. On this platform, you can find an entire podcast dedicated to trying to reconstruct the first religious tradition from all of the evidence that we can find in the historical record. If you haven't given a listen, I highly recommend that you check it out. Just search for The Ancient Tradition or visit our website, theancienttradition.com. Today's audio recording comes from the book, Reading the Epic of Gilgamesh, which contains Andrew George's English translation. Scholars date the poem to sometime between 2100 and 1200 BC, which makes it the earliest known literary composition of note and the second oldest religious text after the pyramid texts. Because the poem was inscribed on cuneiform tablets, several of which were damaged, you'll notice that some sections of the poem are missing. Tablet 8, The Funeral of Enkidu. Gilgamesh offers up a great lament for Enkidu. He summons his craftsman and makes a funerary statue of his friend. And from his treasury, he selects the grave goods that Enkidu will take to the netherworld to win the goodwill of the deities who dwell there. As part of the wake, a great banquet is held, and then treasures are offered to the gods of the netherworld and ritually displayed in public. At the very first glimmer of brightening dawn, Gilgamesh began mourning his friend. O Enkidu, whom your mother, a gazelle, and your father, a wild donkey, did raise, whom the wild asses did rear with their milk, whom the beasts of the wild did teach all the pastures. O Enkidu, may the paths of the forest of cedar mourn you without pause by day and by night. May the elders of Teeming Uruk, the sheepfold, mourn you. May the crowd who gave us their blessings mourn you. May the high peaks of hills and mountains mourn you. May the pastures lament like your mother. May boxwood, cypress, and cedar mourn you, through whose midst we crept in our fury. May the bear mourn you, the hyena, the panther, the cheetah, the stag, and the jackal, the lion, the wild bear, the deer, the ebex, all the beasts of the wild. May the sacred river Ule mourn you, along whose banks we walked in our vigor. May the pure Euphrates mourn you, whose water we poured in libation from skins. May the young men of Uruk the Sheepfold mourn you, who witnessed our battle when we slew the bull of heaven. May the plowman mourn you in his furrow when he extols your name with his sweet yodel. May the of teeming Uruk the Sheepfold mourn you, who sends forth your name with the first. May the shepherd mourn you in his sheepfold, who made sweet for your mouth the milk and butter. May the shepherd boy mourn you, who provided the ghee for your lips. May the brewer mourn you, who provided the ale for your mouth. May the harlot mourn you, who anointed you with sweet-smelling oil. May in the house of the wedding ceremony mourn you, oh. Who, a wife, may mourn you, may mourn you like brothers. May their tresses be loosed down their backs like sisters. For Enkidu, your mother and father, on this very day I myself shall mourn you. Hear me, O young men, hear me. Hear me, O elders of Teeming Uruk, hear me. I shall weep for Enkidu, my friend. Like a hired mourner woman, I shall bitterly wail. The axe at my side, in which my arm trusted, the dirk at my belt, the shield at my face, my festive garment, my girdle of delight, a wicked wind rose up and robbed me. Oh, my friend, wild ass on the run, donkey of the uplands, panther of the wild. My friend Enkidu, wild ass on the run, donkey of the uplands, and panther of the wild. Having joined forces, we climbed the mountains, seized and slew the bull of heaven destroyed humbaba who dwelt in the forest of cedar now what is this sleep that has seized you you've become unconscious you do not hear me but he he lifted not his head he felt his heart but it beat no longer he covered like a bride the face of his friend like an eagle he circled around him like a lioness deprived of her cubs he paced to and fro this way and that his curly hair he tore out in clumps he ripped off his finery like something taboo he cast it away at the very first glimmer of brightening dawn gilgamesh sent forth a call to the land oh forge master coppersmith goldsmith jeweler fashion my friend he made a statue of his friend the limbs of my friend shall be of your eyebrows shall be of lapis lazuli your chest of gold your body shall be of. I shall lay you out on a magnificent bed. I shall lay you out on a bed of honor. I shall place you on my left, on a seat of repose. The rulers of the underworld will all kiss your feet. The people of Uruk I shall have mourn and lament you. The thriving people I shall feel full of woe for you. After you are gone, my hair will be matted in mourning. Clad in the skin of a lion, I shall wander the wild. At the very first glimmer of brightening dawn, Gilgamesh arose and entered his treasury. He undid its ceilings, inspected the gems, obsidian, carnelian, lapis lazuli, alabaster. Skillfully worked. He provided for his friend. He provided for his friend. Of ten minas of gold, he provided for his friend. Of X minas of gold, he provided for his friend. Of X minas of gold he provided for his friend. Of X minas of gold he provided for his friend. Between them mounted in thirty meters of gold. Was there? He provided for his friend. Was there? He provided for his friend. Was there thickness? Was there? He provided for his friend. Large, he provided for his friend. Of his waist, he provided for his friend. 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 Of his feet, he provided for his friend. Of X talents of ivory, of which the handle was X minas of gold, he provided for his friend. Mighty of its arm, he provided for his friend. Of which the quiver was, and the handle a talent of gold, he provided for his friend. Of his arm was ivory, of which the handle was forty minas of gold, he provided for his friend. Three cubits was its length, was its thickness, he provided for his friend, a fine gold, a carnelian, rod of iron, holder, a wild bull, for his friend. He butchered fattened oxen, and sheep piled them high for his friend. Shamash, they carried all the meat to the rulers of the underworld. The great Queen Ishtar, a throw stick of, the gleaming wood. For the great queen Ishtar he displayed to the sun god. May the great queen Ishtar accept this. May she welcome my friend and walk at his side. For the god Namra he displayed to the sun god. May Namra sit accept this. May he welcome my friend and walk at his side. A flask of lapis lazuli. For Erish Kigal, the queen of the netherworld, he's displayed to the sun god. May Erish Kigal, the queen of the teeming netherworld, accept this. May she welcome my friend and walk at his side. A flute of carnelian. For Damuzi, the shepherd beloved of Ishtar, he displayed to the sun god. May Damuzi, the shepherd beloved of Ishtar, accept this. May he welcome my friend and walk at his side. A chair of lapis lazuli, a staff of lapis lazuli. For Namtar, the visor of the netherworld, he displayed to the sun god. May Namtar, the visor of the teeming netherworld, accept this. May he welcome my friend and walk at his side. For Hushbisha, the stewardess of the netherworld, he displayed to the sun god. May Hushbisha, the stewardess of the teeming netherworld, accept this. May she welcome my friend and walk at his side. He had made a clasp of silver, a bracelet of. For Kasi Tabat the sweeper of Erish Kigal, he displayed to the sun god. May Taba, the sweeper of Erish Kigal, accept this. May he welcome my friend and walk at his side. May my friend not, for become sick at heart. Of alabaster, the inside, inlaid with lapis lazuli and carnelian, depicting an image of the cedar forest, inlaid with carnelian. For Ninshu luluha, the cleaner of the house, he displayed to the sun god. May Nishu Lulula, the cleaner of the house, accept this. May she welcome my friend and walk at his side. May she, before my friend, may my friend not, nor become sick at heart. A double-edged dagger with a haft of lapis lazuli, adorned with an image of the pure Euphrates. For Bibu, the butcher of the netherworld, he displayed to the sun god. For Bibu, the butcher of the teeming netherworld, accept this. May he welcome my friend and walk at his side. With a back of alabaster. For Dumuzi Abzu, the scapegoat of the netherworld, he displayed the sun god. May Dumuzi Abzu, the scapegoat of the teeming netherworld, accept this. May he welcome my friend and walk at his side. The top of which was lapis lazuli, inlaid with carnelian. For he displayed to the sun god. May accept this may he welcome my friend and walk at his side which we there their names judge of the anunnaki gilgamesh heard these words he conceived the idea of damming the river at the very first glimmer of brightening dawn gilgamesh opened his gate he brought out a great table of elamaku wood he filled with honey a dish of carnelian he filled with ghee a dish of lapis lazuli He decorated and displayed it to the sun god. He displayed it to the sun god. That concludes the Epic of Gilgamesh, Tablet 8. I hope you enjoyed this audio recording. The Epic of Gilgamesh is one of the world's oldest religious texts, and it plays a very important role on our sister podcast, where we dive into comparative religion and share with you the amazing, mind-boggling parallels between religious traditions. I highly recommend checking it out. Just search for The Ancient Tradition Podcast. That wraps up this edition of Audio Writ. Remember, in the words of William Shakespeare, knowledge is the wing wherewith we fly to heaven. I'm Jack Logan. You've been listening to The Ancient Tradition, a Wonk Media production.